So you have to learn how to rest well in your everyday life so that when you actually do take a break and an extended vacation, it actually accomplishes its purpose. You enjoy, you rest, you come back refreshed. But if you don't, you'll just come back tired. And God wants you to have rest in your life. You know, we like to say when someone passes, rest in peace. But that shouldn't be the only time we have rest when we die. That is opposite God's plan. We should have rest in this life. Yes, we work in this life, but we should also have rest. I want to show you something here in Exodus chapter 16. Exodus chapter 16. Verse 22, and what's been happening in this chapter, God has promised Israel how he'll feed them while they're in the wilderness. He said, I'm supplying manna from heaven. Now they called it manna, which means what is it? Because they didn't know what it was. It was this bread that fell from heaven. Some commentators said that it tasted, you know, like whatever you wanted to taste. Some commentators said it tasted sweet. And so whatever it is, is something that the people enjoyed. And you know, if it came from God, it's what they're eating consistently every day. Within this manna was all the nutrients they needed to thrive as they're going through the wilderness, going to the promised land, which is their destination. It's enough to have them thrive and be strong, to be fighting strong because they're going to have to fight, to be able to build a nation. It's going to be everything they need to thrive in this life. And God is causing it to fall from heaven every single day except on the seventh day. But I want you to notice what it says in verse 22. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. Each day they're used to gathering about two quarts. That's the normal because Moses said gather as much as you want. And I guess the average was two quarts and this is what they gathered. But there was seemed to be extra on the sixth day. And they want to know why is there extra manna on the sixth day? And Moses told them, verse 23, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So notice what God did. God caused them to have more than enough. Why? So that they could rest. God caused them to have more than enough for one specific purpose so that they could rest. Now, what a lot of people do erroneously is they think, oh, the Sabbath, I have to be legalistic with keeping the Sabbath. And Jesus straight up demolished that thought process in his ministry. He checked them so much, said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. And I'm sure that made them mad. And he said the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And so one of the things I've seen with people who legalistically try to keep the Sabbath and try to say, well, the Sabbath is Saturday, not Sunday. And they get into arguments about worshiping on Sunday or Sabbath. They usually follow other cuckoo things. And they become divisive, they become angry, and then they just kind of leave people all together and leave the straight teaching of the gospel all together and get caught up in weird doctrines. So don't you do that. Don't you go down that path. Now, the thing is, the legal requirements of the Sabbath don't even apply to us as believers today in our new covenant. But the concept still remains that God wants us to rest. God wants us to experience rest. And if God under an old covenant would give his people double on one day so that they could rest on another day. Why won't he do that for us under a new covenant, under a better covenant? It's a new covenant with better promises. That means within God's wisdom, within God's provision, with God's instruction for our lives, he will give us certain things to do so that we can actually take time to rest. And so we have to retrain our mindset with that.
We have to rethink what we've been taught, even by well many people, how we grew up, what our parents taught us, what we learned in our education, what we learned in society. We have to rethink and reevaluate our lives through the wisdom of God and observe what we do and begin to make changes. You may even have to schedule a time. Say, this is the time I rest and I don't do anything else. Now, what does that rest look like for you? Maybe rest is watching a football game. Maybe rest is taking a walk. Maybe rest is playing video games. Maybe rest is going to park. What is rest for you? What is going to help you have physical rest outside of just sleeping? What's going to help you have emotional rest, mental rest? What's going to help you have rest? You need to find out what that is. That means you have to analyze your life. You got to pay attention to yourself. You got to figure out what you need. You need to ask God's insight. Okay, hey, what am I missing here? Why am I not resting the way I should? And as you begin to figure that out, you put that in your daily life. You say, well, I can't do it daily. Then you do as close to daily as you can. What is something that will refresh you? 